This episode is going to be called Loving Yourself and Loving Your True Self. Going through the process of self-love and really getting to the point of getting to a really, really good place involves you going back into your past and accepting and embracing what made you you. It's going back and accepting the good, the bad, and the ugly. And when we, especially us females, we have such high expectations that are pushed on us from such an early age, whether it's how you look, how you talk to people, um, the way you carry yourself, the way you speak to people, what's expected from you for education, the pressure of not following in your parents' footsteps and doing better and being better and not repeating their mistakes. And a lot of times you it's so easy to get caught up on what you're supposed to be doing that I feel like women don't really get a chance to really be forced to sit in their shit and realize that they don't really know who they are until they're about in their mid-20s and sometimes in their early 30s. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just shows that sometimes it's so easy to get wrapped up in life and get wrapped up in everyone's expectations that you don't set your expectations or your values or just getting to know you at your core as a priority as what's expected of you. And it's like you don't realize that you're working on someone else's expectations until you reach the point in your life and realize that you don't feel fulfilled. You're doing things that you don't like doing or you're even surrounding people that you really don't want to be around. But it's all about appearance, maintaining relationships because ones that last for a long period of times are supposed to be going on for your entire life because the years as we're taught is what determines value or friendships because of the memories. But the truth is, is when you go through and really self-reflect and stop ignoring the bad and the bullshit that happened, you end up exposing a rawness of yourself. And oftentimes that rawness is not something that's likable. It's not something that's accepted. And oftentimes it could be something that you have the weight or the feeling of embarrassment. But when you start really going through the layers like an onion and really peel everything back and realize that what makes you stronger is by understanding your weaknesses or understanding what's happened to you and then go through the process of understanding of how it molded you into the person that you are today and accepting the negative that came along with it and acknowledging the negative that came along with it and then working on your mindset to switch that. If you don't take the time out to deal with the stuff that you're not proud of, it will always come to surface in areas that you least expected. When you come to terms of the really bad shit that happens to you, 
you start really noticing why you make certain decisions. And it's normally based on either you running from it or you may indirectly be running towards it. Like if you think about it, it's like if you had an absentee father when you were younger, it's very common for females, even males, to unconsciously be attracted to a person that has similar characteristics, the good and the bad, because it has a familiar feeling. But when you really take a step back and notice how toxic certain situations can be, then you start realizing that the choices that are being made, it's coming from a place that's not healed. So of course, the decisions that you make are not going to be in line with who you are at your core and not be in line with where you want to go because you're making decisions from a place that is not who you really are. It's coming from a hurt place and not a healed place. When you get to the point of being healed and you address the shit and the baggage that comes along with it, you come out stronger because you succeeded. And you succeeded because you learned from it. You're able to acknowledge what parts you played in it. You're able to acknowledge that the changes that it did to you. And you're able to acknowledge areas that you may need to work on. If you have abandonment issues, you'll notice that you may be indirectly clingy to certain people or certain things. If you have an area where you've been disappointed often, then you may have developed a sense of control and not have the capabilities of fully trusting people. If you've had a situation where you weren't truly loved at an early age, you may find yourself seeking love in the wrong places from the wrong people. But if you acknowledge that, yeah, it was fucked up, you wasn't loved right, or yeah, I was abandoned and it made me angry and and it forced me to internalize things, then you're able to actually start doing the work so that you can change those behaviors and reach that point of just being happy. And I say that because for me personally, it always feels like every few years or not even a few years, every year and a half, something happens and it forces me not by choice because I'm stubborn, (laughs) but it forces me to kind of sit still. When I was younger, when I felt like I was being forced to sit still, I always did the complete opposite. I would either pick up more jobs or I would keep myself busy in other activities. And it was avoiding the feeling or knowing that I have to sit and address it. Let me just occupy my space with something different. And within the last five years of just leaving home, New York, and then coming down to Texas and just embracing who I am and learning how to defend on myself and know that I'm strong enough to handle things and actually see that I can do this shit, I welcome opportunities of being forced to sit. COVID-19 has forced me to sit and just accept where I'm not consistent within certain things, but it also the beauty part of it forced me to sit back and really appreciate the journey that I've had and 
being able to make decisions that solely and most importantly are a true reflection of me is setting me up to have a happier life. Because instead of making decisions for what makes other people happy, I am putting myself in the number one spot and making myself a priority. So I don't, I feel as if I'm not, I'm no longer in a position where I have to worry about someone else's feelings, even though, don't get me wrong, I do take other people's feelings into account with the way that I move. I'm a married woman. I can't move completely independent because I do have a spouse. However, when we make decisions, I have my voice and I use my voice and I'm able to express how I feel, what I need, and not feel ashamed of asking for help or needing extra support. Because I know that me stepping out is a way of taking care of me. And being able at this moment with the COVID-19 to just sit down and just appreciate all the struggles that I went through, it's given me a new found of self-love and appreciation because my journey and my growth has gone so far in different ways. Um, and I've learned so many new things that I have now a stillness about me, which is different. It's new. I'm still learning it, but I'm learning to embrace it and to see what comes out of it. And the beauty of it is, is that I'm learning to accept myself on a deeper and deeper level, because instead of running away from whatever things may be challenging me, I'm sitting in my shit happily. Because when I run from things, I run from healing. I run from getting the truth. When I sit still and I watch and I embrace and I analyze and I self-reflect and I just turn my brain off at sometimes, it allows me to get a clearer picture of what's really going on and if it's being driven by someone else or am I allowing myself to drive um, different choices that are coming from a hurt place versus a healed place so I have come to a point of asking myself what is it that I want but most importantly what is it that I need and then going into it of what I am okay to make a compromise on and what I know I can definitely not make a compromise because it it wouldn't give me the full support that I need to be me. And it didn't come easy. It took time, but it came from learning and appreciating who I am. The good, the bad, the ugly, the beauty, the struggle, the pain, the heartbreak. Devastation, abandonment, healing, love, support. And with working on myself and then working on the people that are surrounding me, it allows me to feel more me. And you don't really, and I know this may be crazy, sometimes you don't really realize how not authentically you are to yourself until someone that's close to you 
can tell the different hats that you put on with other people. Or when you flip the switch, meaning you, you're you completely open for information and you completely shut down, whether it's a situation that you're put in or it's a situation where someone says something to you and it like shuts you completely down. Self-love is being confident. Self-love is not being controlling over everything. When you're grounded with who you are as a person, you realize that you don't really need to be defensive. You don't need to be apologetic because you're coming from a place of healing. And you're coming from a place of being you without a filter. And when you reach that point, it doesn't matter what other people say. Because you're grounded and you know where your heart is and you know where you're true to yourself. And the most important thing that I can leave with you guys on this podcast is that whole feeling of feeling complete or feeling a sense of growth or a sense of higher vibration comes from the continued work of working on yourself because As days go on and years go on, different events happen and they have their way of impacting you in ways that you may not realize until it shows its its face in in another situation or it gets to a point where you've avoided it and ignored it for so long that now it's like unbearable and, and it's what I call the ring of fire where everything just feels like it's falling apart. If your house is not in order, meaning your soul and your spirit, You can't set the expectation of everything around you to be cool, calm, and collected and grounded and a peaceful feeling. So work on you. Never stop working on you. Sit still. Address the things that you've been avoiding and work through it. And know that there's light at the end of the tunnel and you are amazing And not only are you amazing, but you are able to write your own narrative. Your past helped create the person that you are, but you are the author with the pen that can change your narrative and change your ending. Only you can, no one else can. And you are truly in control of your happiness and what you receive. And what you deserve and learning how to communicate and learning how to live honestly and truly yourself. So don't forget, own your shit, self-reflect, continue to grow and peace will come to you in strong in the strongest ways that you least expect it. And at the oddest times that are completely unplanned, you just have to remember to run towards it, the sense of healing versus running away from it and being defensive and shutting yourself down from it and watch everything in your life start coming in alignment with little to no effort. It's easier for things to happen naturally when you're coming from a natural spot versus you forcing it. But that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to follow uh, the podcast Instagram page, which is Own Your Shit Podcast. And also you can follow my life coach 
Instagram page, which is steps in life with underscores in between each word and at the end. And until next time, take care.